When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Got off my flight yesterday. Now I am here with you on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in. We've got Anthony and Joe producing the show. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Hey, Anita. How's everything? Great. Great. Was down in Florida visiting the fam. My brother, my sister, their kids. See, this is this is what's great, right? As you know, I, I always say this. I don't own kids. I own dogs. I feel that's the easier route in life. Uh, but I'm blessed because I have two phenomenal siblings, um, who are procreating and they have spawned. Is that even the right word? Spawned? Is that right? Birthed? Spawned? Okay. Okay. Either one, I guess works. Uh, They, they have birthed uh, these four boys, the three boys, sorry, three boys, um, who absolutely love Auntie Anita. Who would? I'm sure that's I'm sure that's no surprise to you, right? No, of course not. You're the funny. No, I I am I am I am the fun, cool, phenomenal aunt who they just they they can't get enough of, right? So it's like like all over Auntie Anita. Um, they love me more than life itself, and um, and so I feel like I have the best the, the best of both worlds, right? Like. I didn't have to go through like uh, the rigmarole of, of, of child birthing. And, um, but yet I've, I've got these four, these, I keep on saying four, maybe I'm like, that's a, a sigmian. What is it? Sig fr- Freudian sli- slip. Freudian or, slip. Yeah. There you go. Um, maybe I'm, I'm wishing that there will be another one on the way. I actually believe that my brother's going to try for a girl, but nonetheless, uh, I've got these three bo- three boys who just absolutely like love every every minute they're with me. So I, I mean, come on, can it get any better than that? Sounds like you had a great vacation. I had a phenomenal vacation, even though it rained every <laughs> every day. I was down in in Florida, and I spawned the state. By the way, so I started. I flew into Jacksonville, visited my family there, drove down to Ocala, which. I know, Anthony, this is the first time that you and I are working together in quite a while. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but now I am a minority owner in Thoroughbreds. Did you know that? No, I did. I've seen pictures, but I didn't know. That's yes. awesome. How'd that come yes. about? So, um, so I, I feel very bougie right now, to say the least. So, uh, so I stopped off in Ocala, where there's some one- and two-year-old thoroughbreds that are being trained and groomed and breeded, uh, ready for action. So um, there's one that I'm going to throw a name out to you that you need to be well aware of uh, because uh, she is she is on her way to... Uh, that she's, she's a two-year-old. So she's going to be... She'll probably have like three or four races this year. Her name is Capital Spending... Um, and she's with the final furlong group who I am associated with. And, um, and so I was able to, to go down to Ocala, the rice stables where they really get their hands on these young, uh, fillies that, uh, that I have invested in. And, um, and so I'm really excited. So I spent a day down there in Ocala. 
getting to know these fillies that I'm now a minority owner with. So that was fun. And then, um, and then went down and spent some time with Mama Mimi, who I know you know really well. Of course. Anthony. Yes. And how is she doing? She's great. She's great. Everything's good. Everything's awesome. good. Yeah. Uh, You've been so very now busy. I'm back. <laughs> I was, it was, yeah, when you, when, so it's interesting. Like when you go to a state that's as long as Florida and you have to make sure that you visit every family member from Jacksonville all the way down to Homestead, Florida. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's quite taxing. Was it a vacation or a trip? Cause now it yeah, doesn't sound like a vacation. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it vacation. I wouldn't call it vacation. I'd, I'd call it a trip. I think you're absolutely right. I would call it a trip because it was, it went from like brother, sister, nephews, unfortunately no nieces. Hopefully that will, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, we're happy to I have mean, you Obviously, back. obviously that's wishful thinking. And then, um, and then horses and then, and then mama Mimi. And then here I am back home. So, uh, so it, it was, I'm, listen, it was a lot, but it's great. I'm very blessed. I have a phenomenal family. Um, and um and i had a great time so what were you gonna ask me nothing just that we're glad to have you back oh thank you anthony i appreciate it so anthony and joe producing the show with me this afternoon we're with you for the next three hours obviously we're gonna be hot and heavy all about the knicks even though the nets do play at one o'clock um <laughs> and they're going to <laughs> they're going up against the 76ers we've got a great show lined up for you egan begley uh, who, of course, covers the Knicks for uh, for MSG, is going to be joining us in about, oh, 23 minutes. So we'll do a deep dive into the Knicks going up against the Cavs. What does that mean? Julius Randle expected to play. At least that's what the Woj bomb was released last night. What, like around 6 o'clock, I want to say? Like, I think I got off my flight. I flew into LaGuardia. Yeah, right. I flew into LaGuardia. I got off the flight. And of course, uh, the first thing I did was go on social media and, and we got that Woj bomb that, uh, that, that Julius Randle expected to uh, be active. I don't know how attractive he's going to be. Um, and, and I think that's I, I think that's really crucial in regard to this series. And we can do a deeper dive into that. Uh, the defense that is going to hopefully be played against D. Mitch, Donovan Mitchell, I think is going to be crucial as well. So we'll do a deep dive into the Knicks-Cavs series uh, that kicks off later on tonight at 6 o'clock. That's going to be fun. Out of all the the NBA postseason series that are on the table, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here in New York and we're the home of the Knicks and blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm like just straight up, I think this might be the best series out of the eight. Just my own two cents. You can argue the Lakers-Grizzlies. I think you can argue the Warriors-Kings. And I think you can make a fair argument for those. Maybe you want to argue the Clippers-Suns. I don't think so. The Suns are 8-0 when KD is active and attractive. I mean, come on. So I do believe that this Knicks-Cavs series is going to be one of the most entertaining and competitive series. But again, I think so much is riding on Julius Randle being active as well as attractive uh, when he plays. So, uh, and and I do believe he's going to put his best foot forward today and we'll see what happens. So uh, Ian Begley is going to, like I said, is going to join us at 1230. So excited to get him on the program. Nick Friedel is going to join us at one o'clock. 
uh, as the Nets kick off their series against the 76ers. So uh, we'll talk Nets with Nick, as well as NBA across the board. Um, and of course, as always, it's Saturday. Therefore, Joe Wiz is going to join us at 2.30. And uh, we'll have some picks and plays for you as there's a number of other NBA games on the slate later on this afternoon. Hawks and Celtics. Of course, as I said, the Knicks and the Cavs kick off at 6 o'clock. And of course, the Golden State Warriors and Kings kick off at 8.30. As for tomorrow... More of, of course, the Western Conference games. The Lakers and the Grizzlies at 3 o'clock. Heat and Bucks at 5.30. 8 o'clock, you've got the Clippers and the Suns. And, of course, the late game, the Timberwolves and the Nuggets at 10.30. So NBA postseason action in full effect, that's for sure. So a lot of NBA talk. We'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. I'm curious. I would love to hear from Knicks fans. What are your expectations in regards to the series? How crucial do you think it's going to be? that Julius Randle does play. Keep in mind, he was an all-star. I think that's pretty significant. Also, we'll dive into some Yankees and uh, and some Mets talk as w- with you as well as uh, the Mets just opened up a can of you-know-what against the A's yesterday, beat them 17-6. to Lindor had a phenomenal career game, grand slam and a three-run double as well. So they're back in action later on this afternoon at 4 o'clock with Carrasco. Uh, on on the bump and the uh, Yankees unfortunately they lose two straight to the Twins it's the first time this season that they've lost two straight can they get back on the win column uh, Herman is on the bump for them today uh, that first pitch is at one o'clock so we'll keep you posted on that matchup as well so we'll talk Yankees we'll talk Mets and we'll bring you up to speed in regards to uh, the NFL as the Jets were were still on Aaron Aaron Rodgers watch <sighs> I think I truly believe at this point, this is going to take us. I do believe this is going to take us all the way through uh, the, the draft, which as we know is going to happen in, in, in about two weeks. So we'll dive into that and what's going on with the giants and in the whole Saquon Barkley situation. Uh, so, so we've got all that heavy intensive show in regard to the NBA and the Knicks. We'll talk some Yankees, Mets, NFL, Jets, Giants, and we'll take your calls, 800-919-3776. Again, Anita Marks back from vacation. Excited to be back home, back working. I missed it, not going to lie. You know, isn't that, guys, isn't that a true indication that you love your job so much? Like a lot of people, like you, like a lot of people go on vacation and then they're like, they come back and they're like, oh, I have to go back to work. And they're like upset and stressed and, and miserable about it. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm home, I'm home, but I, I'm excited to be here with you. Like I'm, I'm home and I'm, I'm excited to be back at work. That's to me. That's, that's one of the elixirs of life. Love what you do. Right. Absolutely. I love working so, here. I know. So do I. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be back home. And as much as I love my family and I love my vacation, uh, I'm still thrilled to be back at home and, and, and thrilled to be back here with you guys. So uh, let's break it down. Brian, I see you're on the board. We'll get your call first. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Obviously, Nick's playing today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, 
marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Uh, they've got a second game on Tuesday. Tuesday will be 20 days. So if this is Saturday, guys, do the math. So 20 days would be Tuesday. So Monday would be 19. Sunday would be... So it's been 17 days. Right, guys? Um, 17 days. Out. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Here to help uh, you out, the, that's all. <laughs> the Knicks violated the league access rules the other day uh, in regard to the Knicks shoot-around. Uh, I'm sure not, you know, pulling a page out of the Bill Belichick playbook, uh, not wanting to reveal their, their hand. But Woj has gone on record to say that uh, he's anticipating Julius Randle be active. We'll see how attractive he's going to be today against the Cavs averaging 25 points a game 10 rebounds shooting 46 percent obviously uh, a big part of uh, of the Knicks and uh, their quest to uh, to win the series against the Cavs uh, let's go to your phone lines 800-919-3776 let's go to Joe in Florida Joe I just came from Florida I'm sure the sun the sun is finally back out once I leave that's nice how you doing Joe I'm doing good, Anita. I'm over here on 75. Just I'm a, came down here last July, and so glad I could tune in to you guys on uh, back home at ESPN. Um, I was just going to say that I'm. I'm uh, I was telling you, the guy who answered the phone, uh, that uh, I think this team is stronger than that playoff team that lost to Atlanta. And if Randall can't be Randall, I think this is the last shot for RJ Barrett and him to shine. If not especially since he was in, in trade talks with, you know, involving Mitchell. They got to do something with him. But this is his last shot. If he can, he's got to prove something. If Randall can't be Randall. Um, but I'm confident that uh, they got me you know, on Jalen Brunson this year. I think that makes us a lot better. Uh, but I think Barrett is the key. If he's not the key, then we got to think about getting rid of him. Yeah, Joe, I, I hear you, and thanks for the phone call, and thanks for listening down there in Florida. Again, uh, hopefully the sun is finally out, because while I was down there, it was nothing but rain. But um, needless to say, I still got a little tan, not too much, just a little color. Um, listen, Julius Randle has been phenomenal this season, and a big reason why, obviously, with the, the addition of, of, of Brunson, uh, and uh, and a team that uh, that is 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 executing to to his strengths, that's for sure. But you know, for a guy who's who's averaging again twenty five points a game, ten rebounds, can this Knicks team take the Cavs to the limit? And we're talking about seven games. So obviously, the first game is today at six o'clock. Um, how would the remaining games pan out? Tuesday, seven thirty. Friday, eight thirty. Sunday. Uh, one o'clock, and then of course, depending on on where they stand at that point in regard to the series, seven game series, we're talking about Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday as well. Listen, it, it to me, it really comes down to the defense 
that I believe is going to be played against Donovan Mitchell. Right? Uh, and and, and what, an, what an interesting storyline here. As we know, the Knicks wanted Donovan Mitchell. Unfortunately, it did not happen. He ended up going to the Cavs. Um, and, and he's a great fit there. He's got, obviously, the most playoff experience of anybody uh, on that roster. Garland, Mobley. Uh, this is their debut in regard to the postseason. Uh, Allen, Levert, uh, they had a first-round exit. So Donovan Mitchell has the most experience in regard to the postseason. Um, here's something very interesting in regard to the Cavs. They're 20th in the NBA in regard to clutch time offense. What does that mean? It means when the game is on the line, when the game really matters, when when a team needs a shot, they need a play, um, they are 20th. They're also 19th in effective field goal percentage. I think that's pretty significant. Uh, this is a Knicks team. They're fifth in offensive rating. And this is a team in regard to the Knicks that they do really well in regard to creating their own shots. They also have a top 10 defense. But again, a lot of that is with Julius Randle. Those, those numbers and those statistics are, are obviously with Julius Randle on the court. Uh, in regard to defense against Donovan Mitchell, I think a lot of it is going to come down to Josh Hart. He's going to have to limit easy buckets. He's going to have to be aggressive. He's going to have to contain the pick and roll from, from Donovan Mitchell, who averages nine pick and roll pick and roll situations where it equates to points for him. And also he's going to have to limit three pointers for Donovan Mitchell, where he averages nine attempts a game. Okay. Uh, I think that's going to be key. Also, I think Mitchell Robinson is going to be key because he's going up against the two with all due respect, twin towers, right? He's averaging uh, over 10 rebounds a game. He had 11 and 14 his last two games against the Cavs. He had 20 in the season finale, but uh, you know how much do we equate to that? A lot of teams were resting their 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 starters. This is a Knicks team. Their third best in offensive rebounding. They averaged 12 rebounds a game in regard to offensive rebounds a game, and second overall in rebounding at 46.6 percent. I think that's going to be really key in regard to Mobley and Allen dominating the paint for the Cavs. There's a lot of really interesting matchups in how the cat in, in in how the Knicks can dominate and beat the Cavs in this series. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Spike in St. Pete. Spike, welcome in. Well, welcome back. I hope the uh, I know the weather was rough on that side of the state, but uh, at least you got to see uh, your nephews. That must have been wonderful. Sure sounds like it was. Uh, you know, look, to me, these, this is the closest series of them all. I really believe that. I think these teams are well-matched. Cleveland has a little advantage because they have a great home record. The Knicks played well on the road. Uh, Julius Randle, and again, I have to be so careful saying this. We've discussed this, you and I and others, as much as I call on hoops. He doesn't have that clutch gene, but he's an integral part. So it's almost a contradictory statement. Last three, four minutes of the game, and again, I keep repeating myself, but that's what I've watched all year, every dribble. I just think at the end of the game, you have to divert from him, use him as a bit of a decoy. I hope he goes. I hope he plays great. I hope the Knicks win. I make this series almost a toss-up. I really do. 
Yeah, it, it's solid. And, and, and Spike, thanks for the call. Really quick before we take a break, because Ian Begley is going to join us and uh, and I'm going to continue with the call. So Brian, Adam, Cam, please hang tight. I'll get to your calls as well. But in, in regard to the upset probability, and I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you and I'm using the, the you know, the, what is it? The quotes, the, the air quotes, the upset probability. I did it again. I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, Number one, Warriors over the Kings, 52%. Number two, Lakers over the Grizzlies, 40%. Number three, the Knicks over the Cavs, 26%. So the Knicks have the third best, quote-unquote, upset probability against the Cavs in the postseason. The Clippers over the Suns are fourth at 23%. But the Warriors over the King, number one at 52%. Knicks, 26%. And this is these are the brainiacs. This isn't me. These aren't my numbers. Um, these are, you know, the dudes who attended the Ivy League schools. I, tend, I attended a school called University of South Florida, which we called it University of South, Sun and Fun. Well, we didn't have classes on Sunday and we never had classes between noon and two because we were too busy laying out by the pool. So these aren't my numbers, um, but these are the brainiacs up at ESPN. So uh, 20, what I say again, 26, right? 26% chance of an upset for the Knicks against the Cavs. We come back, Ian Begley is going to join us. So sit tight. Uh, we'll talk more Knicks. We'll get some insight from him. What are his expectations? For Julius Randle, Brian, Adam, Cam, hang tight as well. I'll get to your calls uh, as well after we talk to Ian. Okay, 98.7 ESPN, Anita Marks with you here on, yeah, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go New York, go New York, go. Knicks getting five and a half on the road in Cleveland. Over under is 217. Ian Begley joins us now. Uh, Ian, always great to have you on. You know how much I, I, I adore you and appreciate you. And we see you all over SNY. You've got a digital show uh, on uh, talking about in the NBA put back. Uh, so uh, so I, I definitely want to promote that even more. But how you doing? You, you excited for the, this postseason? 
Look, let me start, Anita, by saying the feeling is mutual. <laughs> I think we both are, are members of our admiration societies. I, I always appreciate <laughs> it. Always great to talk to you. Yeah, I'm pumped up. Uh, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see, you know, the atmosphere in both Cleveland tonight and Tuesday and then the Garden later this week. And I'm looking forward to seeing how these teams respond to this stage. There's a lot uh, to write about, a lot of storylines. So, yeah, I'm very excited. There are a lot of storylines. All right, so let's start first and foremost. We just heard from Tibbs. <clears throat> what are you in, in, uh, And, of course, Woj had that Woj bomb uh, yesterday, late afternoon, early evening, in regard to Julius Randle. What do you know? What can you tell us? What are your expectations for Julius Randle in game one? Right. So the Knicks are listing him as questionable. And throughout the season, whenever a Knicks player has been listed as questionable, when we asked Tom Thibodeau about it before the game, which today will be around 430, he always, almost always says, game time decision, going to see how he feels. So I expect that to be the case with Julius Randle, that we're not going to really find out his status until closer to tip-off. But what we know is that he's been making steady progress, Tom Thibodeau says. And that means, you know, shooting, light running, and then progressing to all-out running without any limitations later this week. But we don't know if he's taken contact yet. As of Thursday, he hadn't been cleared for contact. I would assume, though, that if he was able to take contact Friday or Saturday, the Knicks would easily put together a group for him to scrimmage with. So he's able to test that ankle. My gut says they wait, right? My gut says he sits game one and they give him some more time and he plays in game two because getting him out there 75% with the risk of re-aggravating the ankle doesn't make a lot of sense if you have three days between games and you could get him that much better uh, going into game two Wednesday. But we'll find out in a few hours how the Knicks go with it. Yeah, uh, again, doing the math. So you're talking about 17 days as opposed to 20 days. Uh, if they were to wait until Tuesday, of course, that game, that tip-off is at 7.30 p.m. Uh, so with that being said, let's say hypothetically speaking, Julius Randle does not play. What are you looking at in, in regard to uh, you know the, the starting five and, and how you think that they're going to counter Donovan Mitchell and crew? Yeah, Obi Toppin, I would assume, would start in place of Julius Randle. And you know what Obi brings, right? He gets out, he runs the floor, uh, gives you opportunities in transition. And he's been making his three-point shot at a pretty decent clip to end the year here during that stretch when Julius Randle was out. Nick's also liked his decision-making in the half court, made quick decisions as the games went on, made some really good passes. And I think, so with Obi Toppin, you could see him bringing that element, although, you know, teams generally take away those transition opportunities in the postseason because everything slows down. So I think that's where you look on offense. And then defensively, I think you're looking to see how the team can rebound on the defensive end uh, without Julius Randle because he plays such a big role in doing that. Uh, just a, a, a monster down there, hard to move. And also on the other side of the ball, you know, asked about Donovan Mitchell, I don't think the Randall absence would impact that a ton because I think you're looking at Quentin Grimes and you're looking at Josh Hart as the guys who would be primary defenders on Donovan Mitchell. And then, you know, you're looking at Nick's throwing two at Donovan Mitchell and maybe trapping him and seeing how Donovan Mitchell deals with that extra defender. Is he able to find the shooter on the weak side of the floor? 
are the Knicks able to recover in time to challenge that shot? That's one of the things that you're looking at, whether it's Obi Toppin or Julius Randle on that other side of the floor. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about the defense, and I think this is really going to be key, right? Uh, defense in, against Donovan Mitchell. He's such an amazing athlete. Um, you know, he's he's great in regard to all three levels. He can score above the rim. Uh, he's not shy of contact. Um, he's got an explosive first step, 38% from three. So, you know, in regard to Josh Hart and and how he's able to play defense, you know, um, I just, I, I, I just, I'm putting a lot of weight in this first matchup, especially if, if, if you and I are on the same page here and we're not expecting Julius Randle a to play, let alone if he does play what his percentage is, what his minutes will be. I just think a lot of this game is going to come down to Josh Hart's defense against Donovan Mitchell. Agree or disagree, Ian? Yeah, I think it'll be a significant factor, Anita. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because that's the guy that you need to at least try to make him uncomfortable. You, you can't give him open shots where he starts to get into the rhythm. And we all seen all year long how he can really get it going. I mean, a 71-point game in the regular season. We know what he can do when he gets in rhythm. So you want to make him uncomfortable. Josh Hart has the size, the strength, and the speed to do that. So, yeah, I think that's pivotal. I'm also looking at, um, excuse me, Quentin Grimes on both sides of the ball because Grimes really shot the ball well. Uh, towards the end of this season, last few weeks of the year, shot at a really high clip. If the Knicks can get something near that from Quentin Grimes in the playoff series, I think that makes a huge difference. And then obviously all year long he's been solid defending the perimeter, and then the assignment now will be Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland, depending on who else is on the floor. Two tough matchups and two pivotal calves for the Knicks to try to slow down if they want to win the series. Ian Begley joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, previewing the Knicks-Cavs series that kicks off uh, later on this afternoon, uh, this evening here on 98.7 ESPN. You can tune in, 5.30 pregame show, 6 o'clock is tip-off. Um, assistant head coach Johnny Bryant, very familiar with Donovan Mitchell. The over-under for Donovan Mitchell is 30 points. He had 38 and 42 his last two games against the Knicks. But uh, Bryant extremely close with Mitchell sport, especially with his days uh, with, with the jazz. How significant do you think he has been in prepping this team to go up against Donovan Mitchell and this Cavs roster? Yeah, I'm sure he, he's played a role. You know, we asked Emmanuel quickly about it. He said he didn't really want to talk about it, but he did kind of begrudgingly acknowledge that it can only help. Uh, so I'm sure he played a role, but also, the entire Nick coaching staff, I mean, from what I've heard, the assistants, Johnny Bryant from on down, you know, Darren Ehrman, Rick Brunson, the whole group, it's a hardworking group, Tom Thibodeau's guys. They, they like, mirror Tom Thibodeau's work ethic. Those guys grind. They are working, you know, uh, late hours in the facility, getting ready for this playoff series. So if the Knicks are able to do a good job against Donovan Mitchell, certainly – I'm sure Johnny Bryant has given them a lot of tips, but it's also the entire staff that's put together a solid defensive game plan to try to slow him down. Uh, you know, I, um, I, I truly believe that Mitchell Robinson is, is one of the most underrated big men in, in the league. Um, you know, he, he's just is, is a phenomenal rim protector. 
And this is going to be, in my opinion, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, I think this is going to be his ultimate challenge because he just ha- doesn't have to go up against one, but, but two, obviously, big guys in, in how um, Allen and Mobley defend the paint for the, for the Cavs. Talk, talk about this matchup and what you think is in store for, uh, for Mitch Rob. Yeah, tough matchup, certainly. Uh, Jared Allen, I think he, he brings so much if you're having to guard him on both ends of the floor because – uh, of the way he can put pressure on the rim in the pick and roll, and then what he does uh, defensively. So you want to put pressure on him. And for Mitchell Robinson, I think that uh, I would agree, Anita, I think his year has gone under the radar a little bit. His importance to the Knicks has gone under the radar a little bit. He, you know, he did get injured, and he's kind of gotten hurt to a certain degree each season. But when he's healthy, and he's been healthy for most of this year, he's made a huge impact. And where I look at Mitchell Robinson is, one of the Knicks' strengths this year has been offensive rebounding, second-chance points. Cleveland, they've done a really good job of not allowing second-chance points, done a good job at, at not allowing opponents to get offensive rebounds. So kind of strength versus strength there. And Mitchell Robinson's right in the middle of that. If the Knicks can get an edge, I think that's big for them. If the Cavs can neutralize it, I think that gives them a really good chance to win the series. Before we let you go, uh, your thoughts, uh, big picture here in regard to the series, and do you think it goes the distance? Uh, ESPN, the Brainiacs at uh, ESPN up there in Bristol, the guys mm-hmm. who went to much more um, in, in impressive schools than I, uh, give the Knicks <laughs> a 26% chance of an upset here. Um, h- how do you think the series plays out? Kind of uh, paint the picture for us, please. It's interesting because – I don't know Vegas very well, but it seems like a pretty big um, – the Knicks are a pretty big underdog in Vegas too. And to me, that speaks to the idea that Julius Randle is not near 100% and the Knicks are a different team without a healthy Julius Randle. So I think if Julius Randle is good to go game two and and, and is like close to – no one's 100%, but his ankle is in really good shape – you know, I think the series could go six, maybe seven. Uh, but if he's not close to 100% or he can't get there or he reactivates the ankle, I think it's a different series entirely. And I think the Knicks, you know, the Cleveland is already a level above them in my mind with a healthy Julius Randle. So they would need to do everything right to beat the Cavs without a healthy Julius Randle. It's even more so. Um, but I think Julius Randle will be healthy, and I think this thing should go six or seven. should be an entertaining series. Fantastic. Great stuff as always. Again, uh, Ian Begley joining us. You can see him all over SNY. Uh, let the folks know everything that you have in store, getting folks ready for the series, all your digital shows, what you'll be on, all the good stuff, Ian. Yeah, thanks, Anita. We have a lot of coverage on SNY.TV ahead of this series. The scout take really smart scout uh, broke this thing down uh, for me so we've got that we've got our keys to the series and we will be breaking the series down over the course of next week with my show the putback which is a digital show on sny.tv we have good guests there a lot of insight so keep an eye on that as this series continues fantastic great stuff as always in uh in, enjoy the series i'm sure we'll have you on again soon thank you my friend Sounds great, Anita. You too. Take care. You got it. Ian Begley joining us. 800-919-3776. Phone lines are lit. 
Charles, John, Adam, hang tight. We'll get you when we get back. Also, we are just 15 minutes away from the Nets in the 76ers tipping off. What's my play there? I'll share that with you when we get back as well. So uh, get the phone lines active and attractive, as I like to call them. 800-919-3776. And Nina Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon. It is NBA playoffs. Woo! Let's get at it. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, this segment brought to you by Galloping Hill Golf Course. Weather conditions are just absolutely magnificent. Hopefully, just uh, just letting you know the golf season is here. Actually, this morning I went online. I'm ordering my new golf, sh- golf clothes uh, from Golf for Her. Christina Thompson, of course, a big part of our golf show. And, uh, and getting myself ready for the golf season. And uh, the Kemper Group, Galloping Hill, Skyway, um, Rolling Springs, it's, uh, you know, uh, playing a lot of golf courses out there. Spook Rock, you name it. Really excited for uh, golf season to, uh, to kick off. And if it hasn't kicked off already, and Galloping Hill Golf Course is just absolutely phenomenal. So this segment brought to you by... Uh, Galloping Hill Golf Course. 800-919-3776. Let's go to John in New York. John wants to talk about the Knicks. John, welcome in. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, Good afternoon. Yeah, here's my my problem with the Knicks now. Um, You know, I'm happy for them that they're in the playoffs. I love when, you know, New York teams are in the playoffs. I love the energy in the city. But the Nets finished their record with 45 wins. Knicks finished their record with 47 wins. I don't see much of a difference between these two teams. I think there's way too much hype uh, for the Knicks right now. And, uh, you know, I don't see them making a deep playoff run. I see this series going to five games. They both have undersized guards. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Dalen Brunson. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell is just way more explosive. Jared Allen is such a great rim protector. I don't see this game. Uh, I don't see this series going past six games. Yeah, but, but John, this is... This is this is a Knicks team that that actually you know I want to say what three and one in in the regular season against against the Cavs. I, I mean this is a Knicks team. I understand if you're saying listen, uh, Julius Randle is is either not going to play or not going to be even ninety eighty five ninety percent okay. But this is a Knicks team that has not shied away or has not backed down from this Cavs team. I understand that. I understand, uh, but you know, I just, you know, I see Julius Randle as somebody who also struggled under pressure uh, after coming back from the bubble, and you know, I, we, you know, the Knicks being in the playoffs, this is somewhat new. They're just starting to find their way with these with this squad, and you know, we, we got to. I guess it's just to be continued how they play under pressure, and you know, in my personal opinion, I see the Nets having a, a better playoff run than the Knicks uh, with you know because. You know, they have the same team, same guys that developed Jared Allen, for example, same guy, same coaching staff that developed um, Karis LeVert. And, uh, you know, these are very well-developed players. And, you know, we have Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson. It's just a great overall team that I see, uh, you know, the, the Philadelphia 76ers barely escaped with a win when they played the Brooklyn Nets a uh, couple months ago. And, you know, I, I just find it to be uh, that their playoff run will be far more impressive than the Knicks. I hear you, John. Uh, respect your opinion. Um, rightfully dis- disagree, um, but respect your opinion nonetheless. Let's go to is is it Kieran in Rockland? Am I pr- Kieran? All right, fantastic. Kieran in Rockland. Kieran, welcome in. Good afternoon. 
Yeah, I'm excited for the series. You excited for the series? Oh, hell yeah. It's been a long time, you know. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I'm a huge Knicks fan, and I think, you know, I know the Knicks are the underdogs in the series, but I think uh, Knicks have a really good shot of winning the series if Julius Randle plays, you know, at least 80 90% uh, to his, you know, health. And I think if he plays, I think he can take them in six games. I feel like the Knicks are more balanced. They're more, they have more depth. Uh, versus Cleveland, I know you have Donald Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Garland, you know, those guys. But I think after the first four guys, they are weak on their bench. And I think that's where the Knicks' strength is. I think they can go 8-9 deep. And, you know, that bench can really, you know, put together solid minutes. And I think Knicks can win the series. I, I and, and thank you for your phone call. I appreciate it. Um, you sound uber, uber confident. Um, I'm not as confident. I, are you saying there's a chance? Yeah. In, in fact, like I said, the brainiacs up in Bristol feel that there's a 26% chance of an upset. So there's that. Um, again, I, I think a lot is riding on Julius Randle and his health. And we just, we don't know. You know, we won't know until we know. And will he play later on this evening? Um, we just had Ian Begley on. He's got his finger on the pulse of this team better than most. He doesn't believe that uh, that Randall will be active today, that later on this evening. Um, Woj is reporting that he will be active. How many minutes will he play? Uh, what will his significance be? You know, will he be 75%? Will he be 80%? Will he be 85%? Uh, let's go to Charlie in Allendale. Charlie, welcome in. Hi, thanks for having me. No, I just want to say a couple of things. I don't want, you know, obviously I think Knicks have a great chance to win the series if Julius Randle was fully fully healthy, but he obviously is not. And what I don't want to have happen is if the Knicks do, you know, go down five games or six games, I think we've got to blow this thing up and trade for one big guy. This is a great young team with really good young talent that can all still, they still all have room to grow quickly, top in, Barrett. They, they can still grow. So I don't want to hear like, you know, this this doesn't work out this series and Donovan Mitchell goes off and he kills us. Well, go for trade everything for Lillard or trade everything for Brown. Like, uh, that's what I don't want to have happen. I know it's going to be a tough series. It's going to be a battle, but I don't want to blow the thing up after if it doesn't work out. Yeah, I, I hear you, Charlie, and thanks for the phone call. You know, um, you know, and, and again, I don't want to jump ahead, right? Right, Like right now, it's all about this Knicks team. It's all about them competing, trying to win the series, trying to win in advance, see what happens next. Uh, but you can't help but think about next year. And one guy that I do strongly feel that the Knicks really need to um, ante up for is Josh Hart. I really do believe that. Um, you know, uh, he, he will be a free agent next year. And, um, and, and I just feel like he's going to be a guy that, uh, I, I, I love what we've seen from him so far this season. Um, and, and I feel that he's a guy that, that the Knicks heading into next year, he's averaging about 30 minutes a game in those 30 minutes, 10.7 rebounds, three assists, one steal, could they offer him like a three-year, $30 million deal? I, I, I do believe that, that that would be fair. Uh, you know, would they lose Derrick Rose? That's another thing. You know, what we're hearing from a lot of these Knicks players is that even though Rose is not on the court as much, the role that he's playing as somewhat of an assistant coach 
in his experience in getting these guys ready for the postseason. And you've got to put a value on that, right? You've got to put a, a value amount. Is that worth $15 million per year? No, it's not. So I don't believe that Derrick Rose will be a part of this Knicks team next season. And maybe that's the money that will be allotted for Josh Hart, which I think would be uh, more important and imperative uh, for this Knicks team uh, in regards to the offseason. We'll see what happens. 800-919-3776. Let's take one more caller before we bring in Nick Friedel. Uh, let's go to Greg in New York. Greg Wallman, how you doing? Good afternoon. Anita, Anita, how you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, first off, I love your show. But I had to call because a couple of, a couple of calls ago, a guy named John, the energy he had, he should never be allowed to talk at all. Man, like, who <laughs> talks like that? Like, like, the Knicks are, we are in a spot. You know what I'm saying? We're we feeling good. We're playing great. I hope they sit Randall for the first game. Let them relax. I think we can get that first one, see how it goes. But, John, whoever you are, John, I hope you're listening. Go somewhere else with that. Knicks town, Knicks tape. Be ready to go. Playoff series. I'm calling it in six. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Greg. Appreciate the call. Uh, quick break. Uh, Nick Fordell will join us next. Um, we do have a Nets series that is going to be kicking off uh, momentarily against the 76ers. Uh, let me bring you up to speed on what those lines are. Uh, the Nets are getting eight and a half in Philadelphia. The over-under is 214. Very interesting story behind uh, Bridges and the 76ers team. As we know, uh, the 76ers team was the team that actually drafted Bridges but within 15 minutes of drafting him, traded him away. Very interesting storyline to this series, that's for sure. If I'm playing this, which of course you know me I am, I'm going to lay the 8.5 the with the 76ers. Uh, they're 4-0 and against the Nets this season. They're 3-1 and against the spread. Uh, their last game against the Nets, 134-105. to Granted, not a lot of starters played then. They're 25 and 16 against the spread at home this season. They're 35 and 23 against the spread as a favorite. And they're 29 and 12 straight up at home. Uh, the 76ers team is locked and loaded. They're ready to try to compete and win, not, not just win the series, but win the championship out of the East. With all due respect to the Nets, love the Nets, love Bridges, love Claxton. I'm still going to lay the eight and, a pull, eight and a half. That's how I would play it, and, and that's tipping off momentarily. So if you want to jump on that, please do so. We kick off hour number two with Nick Friedel next. Still talking some NBA, NBA playoffs in full effect. It all starts now, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 